Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Strathtown. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols from the District Sports page and Doghouse from National Park on his way out of the park, at least on the line. Coming to you after the Nationals 6-1 win over the Rockies, 57-52 and on the year. Dave, we'll start with the man on the mound. Strath Bunny returns. One walk, 16 Ks, and nine and two-thirds, and two rehab starts before he was reinstated from the DL today after a roughish uh, start to the season, first DL spin of the season earlier this year. He was 2-0 and with a 1-1-5 ERA, 1-6-1, 2-17, line against, and 15 and two-thirds innings pitch before he suffered the oblique strain, which led to his second DL spin on July 4th. Comes back strong today, though. Five Ks, 35 pitches, and three scoreless. Sitting 96-97 with the fastball. Had the real 12-6 curve working today. 95-mile-an-hour, 1-0 fastball to Nolan Arenado in the fourth, though. Ends up in the left field bullpen. Just kind of ran into a fastball there and really crushed it. Uh, strikes out the side in the fourth. 8 Ks on 51 pitches. 9 Ks after five. Matching his season high. 10 Ks on 76 pitches and six innings pitch, which is just ridiculously efficient. Ends up with 12 Ks on the day. 91 pitches. No walks. Puts together three hits at the plate as well. Just pretty much all you can ask for from Strath. Personally, I, I was I was a little worried about going on the DL after he was so strong and his first start coming back from his first DL stint. But good to see him come back strong as he was. Yeah, you know, um, Strasburg reminded everybody today um, that when healthy, he's still a very special pitcher. I mean, he was just uh, tremendous today in control the entire way. Um, fastball, curveball early on, mixed the um, mixed a, a devastating changeup in later on as he as he regained the feel for it. Um, just a tremendous day on the hill. Uh, went three for three at the plate. I mean, this was not uh, the same Steven Strasburg that we saw the first uh, couple of months of the season. Uh, he really needed the time off to get all of those various ailments, uh, oblique, neck, back, all triggered from the spring from the spring training ankle injury that he that he suffered. Um, but he really looked like Steven Strasburg tonight, and this could be a huge boon for the Nats coming down the stretch um, in the quote-unquote third third of the season uh, that is now becoming very popular to talk about on, on the Internet. I've seen a bunch of hashtags about that doghouse. I'm sure you'll pick it up on your way home from the game, but you were in the park tonight watching Strasburg dominate again. What was the feel there in National Park watching him rack up 12 Ks and really just dominate the Rockies hitters? Uh, honestly, I was expecting it to be even more electric than it was. Uh, and and as, as, as much as uh, I was really enjoying the pitching performance, incredibly efficient, because as we say over and over again, what drives your pitch count? Base runners and walks. Strike them all out. Hey, you can be efficient like he was tonight. Getting out, <laughs> out saves pitch count. Pitch to strike out everyone all the time. See how well it works? It even makes you hit better. Who was three for three tonight? Hmm. With the goal is 12K. Oh, yeah. That's our strategy. It's the return of the silver slugger, my friend. It is Strasmus all over again tonight. Dave, we'll get into some of the offense in a second, but uh, important note here. They had it in the Nationals pregame notes going into this game. Strasburg 49-7 and before tonight when he gets three runs of support in a game. He helped himself a little bit with the offense there. The Rockies pitcher walking a few, which we'll get into as well, really helped, but just a dominant pitcher when he receives any amount of support on the mound pretty much and really came out there strong tonight. 
Yeah, you know, the Nats put up a two-spot in the second inning. They added one in the third, uh, gave him a little bit of breathing room. Uh, of course, he had, he had the one mistake to Nolan Arenado, but a lot of people have been making mistakes to Nolan Arenado this year. Um, but uh, Strasburg really was um, in cruise control. Doghouse mentioned the pitch efficiency, uh, P2K, P2K. Um, but he was just he was, he was Steven Strasburg. I mean, uh, like I mentioned earlier, this was a pitcher we hadn't seen earlier on in the season while he was dealing with all these various injuries. Um, just in complete control. I can't stress that enough about him tonight. He was throwing uh, the fastball 96-97 easy. Um, the curveball was as nasty um, as it's ever been. And, and like I said, he, he regained. Uh, he didn't have fine control of the changeup early, but as the game went along, he picked it up and was getting guys out with it. So. Uh, just dominant, um, you know, just really nice to see if you're a Nats fan uh, to see this version of Steven Strasburg on the mound. So, guys, I know some Mets fans took offense to it when uh, Bryce Harper said after the sweep in City Field that the Mets happened to do it with their top three on the mound without facing the Nationals' top two, and you mentioned Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg on the mound, and just how important do you think it is to have Steven Strasburg back there and have the one-two on top of the rotation? Uh, Jordan Zimmerman still going strong as well. Gio Gonzalez has been solid in his last few outings. You got Joe Ross in the fifth spot now, kind of taking over where Doug Fister had struggled there. How important do you think it is going to be down the stretch to have these five hopefully healthy? I'm knocking on wood as I say that, as Matt Williams likes to do. But how important it is to have these guys going, rolling out there every five days and hopefully healthy the rest of the way? Well, at, at the risk of busting out the baseball player cliches, it's it's huge. It's huge. Uh, and if if we get Strasburg back like tonight, or even close to tonight for the rest of the season, if Scherzer is reasonably consistent and gives us, say, 90% of the performance that we were seeing in the, in the first half of the season, Geo solidifies out, and we have Roth, putting in, he wouldn't even have to be as good as he was last time out, but reasonably solid. It's uh, it's pretty much like we've made a bunch of trades and revitalized our rotation here with, without doing anything except getting people coming back, getting them healthy, and getting them in the groove. And we see, saw a little, uh, I, I don't know if I'm ready to believe in it yet, although I want to. It seems like Desmond is coming back. Uh, Zimmerman certainly is, is being productive and we, we get it working on both sides of the plate. It, it's like we've traded for a new team, kind of like the Mets did, except we didn't have to trade anybody. <laughs> Dave, on the mound for the Rockies. Uh, what's his first name again? Ed? Eddie Butler? <laughs> first name's escaping me at the second. Uh, 11 starts earlier this season, 3-6 and six on the year, 4-8-0. Uh, in those 11 starts, 3-6, and 4 3-19, 4-10, 5-0-5 line against, and 54 and a third before his option to triple-A. 0-2, ERA, 7-6-3 FIP, 3-10, 6-72 line against, and 15 innings pitched since he was called back up. He's down nothing, two nothing, down two nothing early after he hung an 0-2 slider to Wilson Ramos who doubled to right center. Harper takes a walk in the fifth, scores on an RBI double by Ryan Zimmerman, four to one at that point. Three of the four walks he issued on the day ended up scoring. Uh, his first name is Eddie. I'm sorry for disrespecting him there. Six innings pitched, eight <laughs> hits, four runs, four walks, two Ks. This is what the Nationals should do to a pitcher like this. They pitched to his, uh, hit to his earned run average, scored four runs on him, and Nationals should put they pushed it up to five and five point five after the game, but it, it, this is a picture the Nationals should beat, and their offense came through for them. 
Yeah, you know, I'm somewhat of an Eddie Butler expert. Uh, I drafted him as a minor leaguer in our NL only league years ago. Um, you know, he's uh, he's a, a Radford product um, out of the, the, the Chesapeake area in Virginia, so he's another one of these long uh, in, in, the, in the pipeline of the, of the Tidewater area with Ryan Zimmerman and the Uptons and Michael Kadire and uh, and several others. But um, you've got to feel for the kid tonight. Uh, making his third start back after uh, getting called back up to the minors in his hometown. Uh, he's got 30 friends and family there tonight. It just happens to be Radford alumni night in the stadium, um, and he gets hammered. All he does is go out there and walks four guys, gives up eight hits, uh, and takes the loss with his record falling to three and nine. So, well is Eddie Butler tonight, but uh, but you're right. This is the type of pitcher that the Nats should jump all over. Um, you know, four guys had multiple hits tonight. Harper, Zimmerman, Desmond, all with a pair of hits. Strasburg went three for three. Um, these are the type of players, and frankly, with the Rockies, the type of teams that the Nats need to beat um, as, as they as they come down the stretch. I mean, they ha- they no longer have any room to wiggle. They have no um, leeway. Um, they are now trailing the Mets. And thankfully, the Mets lost tonight, so um, it, it gives the Nats. Uh, um, another another game up in the standings, but uh, um, this is the time to get work done, and these are the teams that the Nats have to beat. So, okay, as you mentioned, some of the offense coming back, a big one tonight from Ryan Zimmerman, two for four, two RBIs. The Nationals noted during the game it's his sixth straight game with an RBI, holds the Nats record for most consecutive games with an RBI oh, with nine. Two-thirds away there. I'll get out of the way now with the rest of the show. What was that? Sorry, someone was bleeding through there. Doghouse, just a big night from Ryan Zimmerman on the mound. Two for four in the night, two RBIs. Left two on base, but a really nice night coming back from him. Yeah, I, I was all set to, to tease him about his warning track power there, but that uh, that double was actually off the wall, not off the uh, off the track. Um, it's really nice to see him coming back into form so quickly, and having said that, now I'm probably going to jinx him. He's going to go over the next 100. But... Uh, I, I'm just hoping that uh, that Worth can get back into some kind of groove. Uh, certainly, Rendon had a rough night tonight, but he's been showing us some uh, some production in previous games. If if he and Zim put it together, Worth does something and we can stand back healthy again. It, it it's like brand new team, and as Dave pointed out, the Nets certainly needed at this point. Uh, they have to beat all the teams they're supposed to beat, and beat some of the ones that. Uh, you know where where it looks tough, and uh, got to get it to to break their way and go two out of three against you know teams like the like the Dodgers and the Giants to to make up make up ground here because we're we're running out of time in this season. Uh, fortunately, it looks like the Nets are potentially getting some reinforcements here in terms of the guys they already had, which uh, is satisfying. But let's just hope it works. Dave, we still haven't seen him in a high leverage or pressure situation so far since he's come back up, but uh, Blake Trinan with a dominant outing tonight, seven pitches, six strikes. This is his second really solid outing. Maybe that trip down to double-A kind of shook him up a little bit and got him back on track because he's looked fantastic since he came back. Has a sinker working, a really nice slider the last couple nights, and really solid outing tonight. Like I said, seven pitches, six strikes, strikes out one, and really quick crane there from him. Yeah, and sorry about that earlier. I thought I hit the mute button, and instead I hit the uh, um, another button. So that's why that was all that noise earlier. Um, yeah, I Tyron even got a left-hander out. I'm mean, granted it was Daniel Descalzo, but um, it just he really looked good again tonight. 
you know, just he's got so much natural movement uh, on both the fastball and the slider um, that it's just it, it's it's devastating to right-handed batters. And um, and when he is pitching easy, when he is when he's just up there playing catch with the catcher, um, it, it's devastating. I mean, this he can be a real weapon for the Nats in the bullpen. It's when he gets to overthrowing um, and, and facing left-handers, frankly, is when he's got his trouble. So um, just another tremendous outing um, in his return. Let's keep our fingers that that that, um, that it keeps up. And I think, if anything, uh, maybe the trip back to the minors um, reinforced the idea that just he just needs to go up there and, and be himself. He doesn't have to do more than more than that because just being himself, it can be naturally devastating to right-handed hitters. Doug has two injury updates today before the game, before Strasburg went out there and dominated uh, to make room on the roster for him. Dan Ugler to the DL with convenient back spasms. But the more important note, I think, of the day, Denard Span, not sure he'll play again this season, he said. He said he's going back and forth. He wants to come back, but another another setback with the back today. And he, uh, there are possibilities mentioned out there on Twitter that we might not see Denard Span again if the back keeps on causing a problem for him. As good as Michael Taylor has been, I think that would be a big blow for the Nationals going down the stretch if they, if they don't get Denard Span back in plan. Yeah, certainly uh, I think that with his growth as a fielder just over the course of the season, uh, Taylor is showing us that he can replace a lot of what Span gives us defensively. But what we're really missing is, is going to be that on-base percentage. You know, he's showing us a little bit of speed on the base pass, but, you know, he's He's, he's got a big swing. He likes to use it. And uh, if you saw in the Mets series, you know, sometimes he, he gets into these over streaks with many consecutive Ks instead of being a, a patient sort of slappy guy at the top of the lineup who can get on base. And certainly something that the Nats have needed at various points in the season has been base runners. Uh, they're not a real high OBP lineup here, although I hope that's turning around. But if it's uh, – you know, if we end up missing Span uh, because he's he's hurt for the and out for the season, you know that's that's a big chunk of base runners that uh, that's going away that the the Nats are sorely going to need. As as for Ugla, I, I hope he recovers his sprained batting eye and uh, manages to work that out there on the DL. Dave, good time to get a win tonight with Strasburg, Dave. They pull within one and a half of the Mets when the Mets finally lose tonight. I think they've rung off uh, seven or eight straight wins there before they finally drop one tonight. More importantly, you have Max Scherzer on the mound tomorrow against Johan Slande. It's definitely a – I don't want to jinx anything. I probably just did, but definitely a matchup that leans towards the Nationals getting two out of three from the Rockies here, which they have to do. They have to keep on winning series along the way if they're going to make up ground on the Mets and – get back into that first place and then at least, but good matchup to have Scherzer out there tomorrow after a solid outing from Strasburg today. I think I had Johan Flande at a fr- fancy French restaurant for dessert one time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not fair to make, it's not fair to make fun of a guy's name, but yeah, it's definitely a matchup uh, that favors the nationals tomorrow. Um, you know, they're getting ready to go out on the, on a left coast trip. So, uh, it would be it would be big for the Nats to be able to finish this home standoff with a with a nice uh, Max Scherzer comfortable cruising win, um, and, and then hit the road on a nice little uh, uh, two game bump here. Six to one tonight, fifty seven and fifty two on the year, a game and a half back of the Mets, or fifty nine and fifty one. One more with the Rockies, and then like you said, it's out to L A for three with the Dodgers. Some late night Nats for the next couple days after that. So 
enjoy the 135 start tomorrow because there's going to be some late nights coming up. Mass Nightly sponsored by the district sports page and federalbaseball.com. Good to talk to you guys both again, and hopefully we'll talk to you after a win tomorrow afternoon. Go next. Free Trey Turner. Hey.